Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. are two types of people in this world, those who like potlucks and those who don't. If you're pro-potluck like me, you love the way food brings people together, how you get to try new things, and the variety of a little of this and a little of that until your plate is overflowing with adventure. Or maybe you're in the other camp, like my husband Andy, who is always a little concerned about whether he will even like any of it, overwhelmed by the crush of humanity and the inevitable awkward social interactions to follow. And then there's always the potential for foodborne illness. It's a thing. As I read through our scripture today, I felt like I was staring down a church folding table piled high with gospel truth. So many things to pick from. My tiny podcast plate will barely contain them. Anchor Daily family, this is Sarah Landon. You might see me in the children's wing on Sundays, hanging out with three-year-olds, on Tuesdays, digging into God's Word with other women, or playing chauffeur to my three kids as they plug into Bethel Youth Ministry here. I'm so glad you're with me today. Thank you for taking the time to dig into God's words of life. Today, we're in the book of Romans, and we've read chapters 13 through 15, right? You already went and read it, didn't you? If not, you can always pause this here podcast and even listen to it. It might just be the best 10 minutes of your whole day. So, as you may recall, Paul wrote the book of Romans with the aim of uniting the two factions in the Roman church, the Jews and the Gentiles. He also wanted to help the Gentiles become obedient Christians. We can see both those goals displayed clearly in our text today. Let's look at an overview of the three chapters before we go any further. Chapter 13 begins with a section about obeying those placed in authority, specifically regarding government. Then there's a section that essentially says, if you're walking in love, you will fulfill the law. You won't be breaking any of the commandments, calling us to live lives of holiness empowered by Jesus. Chapter 14 centers around passing judgment and causing others to stumble because of things we choose to do that may be permissible for us, but would cause a fellow believer to fall into sin. Then chapter 15 continues in this theme, calling those who are strong to bear with those who need certain restrictions or rules in their lives. He calls the people of Rome to live in harmony with one voice glorifying God. Chapter 15 continues with, scripture from the Old Testament that echo the call to minister to the Gentiles, and then Paul's specific calling to reach out to them. It ends with Paul looking ahead to a ministry in Spain, hoping to use Rome as a hub. Going with that potluck analogy, we're going to go back and grab some seconds from chapter 14. This is some good stuff. Chapter 14 begins with this verse that so struck me. As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but do not quarrel over opinions. Preach, Paul. That is a sermon right there in itself. This whole section is kind of a little tricky. It talks about the weak needing certain restrictions in their life 
and those who don't need those limitations living life differently. Paul calls on both of them to stay out of judgment against the other. He doesn't call out one camp good and the other is evil. He doesn't get between the two groups and decide which rules they'll follow and which ones they won't. He steps back and sees the big picture. People are going to have different preferences. Some people even need to continue in traditions they were raised in in order to lead a life that glorifies God. But some don't need those same structures. Maybe I need to be strict about not volunteering for any evening events, and you need to be strict about only listening to Christian music. Each of us have different strengths and weaknesses. It's just how we're made sometimes. Paul calls us not to pass judgment and even be sensitive to what other people need in order to keep them from stumbling, living in service like Jesus did. He doesn't tell the Jews to just stop their Jewish traditions, but he does call them to honor, respect, and be mindful of one another. He calls the people of Rome, quote, to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a beautiful picture. My faith is not an exact image of my neighbors, but all of our little differences can live side by side in harmony through Jesus Christ. The word welcome shows up in chapters 14 and 15 a total of four times. I want us to be a welcoming church. I want people to feel the love of Christ welcome them when they are in the midst of people from Bethel, don't you? So as we close, I'm going to read a benediction from Paul out of Romans 15, 5 through 7, to send you on your day. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.